Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 238. I'm Sean, and join with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm here. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast. This is our sports. Andy, NBA, is it back yet? What, what's going on there? Are we... Uh, I mean, training camp's in a couple weeks, uh, or maybe this week. I don't know. It's, it's very close. They're about ready to start, but uh, the NBA story I got today is uh, about someone who won't be in a training camp, and that is uh, J.J. Redick. Who, oh, yeah, I did see that. He announced that he is retiring. He didn't get a job offer, it looks like, uh, this offseason, so he is officially retired now. So one of one of our favorites. Someone's yeah, been are you telling me the Nets didn't have room for him? As a coach, maybe. <laughs> next to Steve Nash. No, I was thinking about it. The, the thing is, shooting has never been more important, yet everyone can shoot now, you know? So he's, like, less special. Yeah, that's true. Now, that's very impressive because, I mean, he was at Duke when we were in, I was in at least middle school, were you too? Yeah, I was around that time. So it was, like, I think 04 to, or, or 03 to 06 or something. So, yeah, around my middle school, high school years. And that's so, a hell of a career. It's a long time for a non-star to, to last this long. Um, like a, a small, undersized specialist, but, you know, he was so good at what he did and worked to become that because his first few years in the NBA, he didn't do all that much, but he figured out a way to be really productive. And especially those years with the Clippers where he was playing among all-stars. Uh, and he became a big part of that team and then continued to contribute on a number of teams there at the end. But <clears throat> it was never the same, I don't think. But, you know. Yeah. Fun career. Yeah, and I feel like he kind of hit a second wind. You know, he started a little slow in the NBA, I think, as a lot of players do, but then kind of found his his spot and really worked to become that three-point shooter in the NBA. Still, no one runs off a pick better than him in the uh, in college ever. Yeah, I'm sure he has a whole bunch of opportunities. So, I mean, he got into podcasting while he was still playing, which was a weird thing at the time. I think he was kind of a pioneer in that sense. Uh, but he could probably do whatever he wants. I'm sure he could get a job coaching if he wants that or go to some show. He could be on ESPN tomorrow morning if they want. We'll, uh, we'll also extend the invitation uh, if you'd like to come on the pod. Yeah, yeah, talk shop. I mean, still to this day, when well, when basketball is uh, not illegal to play it uh, inside, I like to practice running off invisible picks, uh, just like Mister Reddick. Mm-hmm. That is very yeah. upsetting, by the way. Like I haven't looked into it, but I assume it hasn't changed. They have dumb treadmills over the basketball court at yeah, LA Fitness, the gym. Yeah, I. It's disgusting. Next year, next year you'll be fine. Ugh. Very upset about it. I was actually talking about that over the weekend. I, I'm this place is disgusting. Uh, you even you have a gym? I belong to LA Fitness it? still. But I mean, like locally, you have one. That's... No idea where one is. There's somewhere. Okay. I don't know. I'll probably go to Huntington Beach for that. I'm not going to Signal yeah. Hill. There was a shooting there the other day. <laughs> you get destroyed in any basketball game. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't play anyway. It's again, it's illegal. My Literally. whole thing is just let me like. You know, leave my ID at the counter and I'll get half of a court for, you know, 30 minutes or whatever the allotted time is. And I'll just shoot with my own ball. I won't breathe on anyone. And then I'll be on my merry way. No, it's too risky. Yep. 
because healthy people, they're the problem. Well, you managed to turn J.J. Reddick's moment in, into being about you. Well, it's because uh, of him. I like practicing his, his move. Yeah. Uh, There's no one yeah. who's done it better, Andy. I, yeah, I don't want to think about it. I'm not a historian. There could have been a guy in the 1950s who was great. I don't think picks were invented in the 50s. You had to stay still for at least five <laughs> seconds before it was allowed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, congratulations to him on a wonderful career and a second career that he'll be successful at. And, uh, you know, who knows? Three months from now, maybe someone will give him a call. Yeah. But for now. All right. Well, any other NBA discussion? No, we'll we'll, we'll get back into it soon. It'll be here soon, yeah. yeah. All right. How about the MLB? Uh, yeah, we're talking baseball again. Another exciting week. The Dodgers played pretty well, and now we're, uh, they're a game behind San Francisco. And it's like a perpetual tease. They're always just about there. I don't know if we'll ever get it done, ever get it past them. But there's still, I think there's 12 games left, so it's still a possibility. We'll see how it goes. Both teams have very similar schedules. They're playing, you know, the division. Uh, but I don't know. It's 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 going to be disappointing for whoever finishes with that wild card because they're both going to win 100-something games. It's it's crazy, but... And it, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's it would be fun if it wasn't my team. You know, it's great for anyone else. It's like what a what a finish, what a race to follow. Um, and then the American League, the wild card race is still pretty crazy. Last week we talked about the Blue Jays and how they took the lead there. Uh, well, they lost that lead. The Red Sox have now won five straight, and they're the number one wild card team. <clears throat> Blue Jays are still second with uh, like the Yankees, and I think Oakland's still in contention there, but. Uh, not a lot of time left, so Yankees uh, might miss the playoffs, and I Whoa. think that would be great. I think that would be great for everyone. Be a big problem. Uh, but then for the second wild card spot in the NL, uh, it was the Padres for a long time, and then they kind of fell back and gave the Reds a chance. Uh, but now the St. Louis Cardinals—they've won nine straight, and they're they've got a three-game lead on that second wild card spot right now. So uh, this is this is definitely my nightmare. Uh, the Cardinals always seem to get it done in the playoffs. They'll sneak in and find a way. Uh, just just my nightmare. I've had so many horrible games watching the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. So uh, right now, as it stands, the Dodgers would play the Cardinals in a one-game wildcard playoff. Uh, and their the Dodgers' great season could be over like that. And just scares me a lot. Yeah, Andy, what do you... Are you no be fan okay? of. I, well, I'm hoping like Albert Pujols being on the Dodgers like cancels the Cardinals' magic. Like they cancel each other out. Yeah, maybe that's how it'll work. But Could very uh, well the Dodgers, happen. they were in St. Louis last week and they uh, went two and two. So St. Louis knows they can they can beat them. Ooh. Yeah. So right now I'm rooting for like the Padres to really make a run here. Yeah. Um, knock the Cardinals out because I don't want to see them, and no one wants to see them. The Giants don't want to see them. Uh, best case scenario is still the Dodgers win the division and just don't have to play in that wild card game. But uh, like I said, as of right now, that is the current standing. So, goddamn St. Louis Cardinals, where do they come from? Yeah. Like, have I talked about them once this entire year? I picked no. them to win that division too, way back when, and they sucked the whole year. And now here they are. They're like, we're here to fuck someone over. Whoa. That's. I think that's the St. Louis City motto. Scary, yeah. I, th- I think the only time yeah. we talked about them is like their high murder rate. Yeah, 
I mean, they've got the arch, I guess. That's a thing. Their city was so boring, like, we gotta build something. Like the Arc de Triomphe? No, they got the arch, that big arch. Oh, the arch. <laughs> it's very famous. <laughs> yeah, the half circle thing, right? Yeah. That's in St. Louis? Yeah. Hmm. I guess I never really... Th- I mean, what do you do? You can't go in it, can you? Uh, it's no, no it's space a, needle. I, I think actually you can, maybe. Hmm. But I don't know. But it's like it's supposed to be... It's the gateway to the West, as I believe is there. Why they have that? It's like, oh, because it's the... It's the one city on the west of the Mississippi back back in the day is before it, America was America, you know. Is it in a giant, you know, trafficked-filled loop in the center of town and uh, little fiats going circles around it or anything? Uh, no, I think it's just on the river. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> it's not, not that cool. I don't know. All uh, right. Yeah. Any other uh, baseball stories or we're going to keep talking about, you know, uh, landmarks? I'm checking out all of uh, St. Louis here. Uh, the Arch isn't too far from Bush Stadium, you know, where the Cardinals play. So, uh, okay. And yes, Bush Stadium because they're that's their legacy is Anheuser Busch. Yeah, that's really their only thing. Other than that Arch, yeah. Oh, and the the airport in St. Louis is actually in East St. Louis, which is just not even in the same state. So they don't have an airport uh, in their state. Oh, but they do have. There's another bigger St. Louis airport, but that's mm. further out of town. It's interesting stuff. You know? Yeah, you right. know if you ever have a business. So, in St. Yeah, Louis. this is our Expedia podcast. Any good hotels, Andy? Uh, you don't want to go to St. Louis. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a high high murder rate, so stay out of there. Yeah, maybe go to Columbia, Missouri, in the middle of the state. That's where the the university is. That could be fun. Oh, okay. But yeah, I have no tips about Missouri in general. Uh, well, so, yeah, let's let's move on. Yeah, speaking of university, let's talk about college football. Yeah, let's do it. So USC, we talked about last week with their whole coaching situation. Ooh. Uh, and then they uh, had to fly to Washington State to play a game this weekend. And uh, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see how how everything started this weekend with their with their plane? No. What happened? So there's this this image there. Uh, as they were getting off the plane, the back of the plane dipped down and ro- the front of the plane rose up. So it just like tilted. Kind of draw hydraulics or something? It just tipped. Like Snoop like Dogg's it was, plane? It shouldn't, it shouldn't happen like that, but it just tipped like that while they were trying to get off the plane. Uh, no one was hurt, but kind of crazy. And and then... It sounds know, like it a Hungry a, Man commercial. It, <laughs> And that's the thing. They said all the players had already gotten to the front so that they don't really know why. Just sure. Yeah. Uh, but so it was a kind of a bad sign for her, for them this weekend. Uh, they started down uh, 14 to nothing. It's like, oh, my God. Woof. What is going on? And then their QB got hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is just that awful. was all before they got out of the airport. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is right away. 14 nothing. QB's out. What's going to happen? New coach. What a disaster. Uh, some kid named Jackson Dart is their backup. Great, That's not great, a name. great quarterback name. I think he changed his name to Dart. Um, he had to have. Um, and you know what happens is uh, I think they score forty-two straight points. I think it was. You know, that's a better uh, runner's name, Dart Jackson. Yeah. Well, it's Jackson Dart. I know, but if you just read it like you're in school and you have the comma, yeah, that's a good runner's name, Dart Jackson. But he was uh, spectacular in his debut. 
and USC never gave another score and won convincingly. And what's crazy about this is this is almost the same story of USC's starting quarterback, uh, Keaton Slovis, which is a weird name too. Uh, But he had the same situation. He came in to replace JT Daniels after he got hurt a couple years back and was awesome and never lost the job again. And Daniels ended up transferring to Georgia. Uh, So this is crazy. No, the same thing happened to him. He gets hurt and this Jackson Dart comes out of nowhere and is fantastic. So uh, USC is now two and one. They got a new QB, new coach. Maybe everything's looking out great. Uh, Just hopefully no more plane issues. Yeah. Uh, Just have uh, that inspected before they get on that return flight. Uh, But it's crazy how things can change that quick, Uh, which is a lot like what happened to the other LA team this week. UCLA was riding high, two and zero. They were thirteenth ranked team. Uh, I'm I'm a realist, so I'm like, oh, this is set up for disaster. Uh, they're they're playing Fresno State, who's a good team, yet they're still favored by you know more than ten points. Uh, I knew it was going to go bad, and uh, ended up being a great game, although no one could watch it because it's on the Pac-12 network, which is just like not even real. Like DirecTV is like laughs at you. They're like that's not a channel. We're not going to pay for that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know who is even able to watch these games, but that's where it was. Midwesterners and, or something with their like Phillips TV or something. Yeah. The Pac-12 network is only shown in the Midwest. That would yeah. be brilliant. <laughs> uh, it, it's it, it sucks, but the the good thing is the Pac-12 teams aren't on there every week. Only like a few games a year, so you only. But this is a big one. This is a big one for UCLA. Fresno State's a good team. It was a back-and-forth game. UCLA took the lead with 54 seconds left, and I'm following this on my phone because I can't watch it on TV. Oh, boy. And I'm like, shit. So yeah. usually, like, when your team takes, like, the lead, you're excited. Not well, I always expect everything <laughs> to go wrong. So not like 54 if. seconds, uh, this is not going to go well. And it, it didn't. Uh, Fresno State scored. Uh, they, didn't need, they didn't even need 54 seconds. I think they scored in 30 seconds. I hope you had a TV box to assault. No, no, nothing. I, I'm not that passionate about it, but uh, yeah, but you get caught up in the moment. Yeah, it's also I wasn't. If it was on TV, but I'm looking on my phone. And I'm just seeing every 30 seconds, you know, new play. Oh, to the UCLA 27 for 12 yards. It's like okay, it's a little little different when you're looking on the play by play on your phone. Yeah, you think commercials take forever on a TV? Forget it. If you're looking at an app, yeah, timeout called. Like, All right, well. I might as well just go take a nap. I'll wake up tomorrow and see if they're out of that timeout. Yeah. And they're all supposed to auto refresh. And you're like, you don't okay, trust I'm just going to manually yeah. refresh. I don't know what's going Swiping on. Swiping down on the thing to yeah. load more. You're like, I don't believe it. Dumb yeah. app. You're not going to be loading the score. But yeah, in the end, uh, Fresno State did come back in that 54 seconds and they, they won the game. So they're now two and one, but they're only lost being to Oregon. And uh, UCLA is two and one. So. Uh, and they they drop out of the rankings. So it was a, that was a nice one week little thing to get to be in the rankings. But uh, it was also a weird week for college football. A lot of the top teams didn't play all that well. Alabama almost lost. It was a a close. They had a big bigger lead, but kind of let it unravel at the end. Oklahoma was a close game. Uh, so not too impressive from a lot of the big name teams here. So uh, maybe it's maybe it's a wide open year. Maybe it was just a weird week. I don't know, but. Alabama is still number one. They didn't lose. They're not going to lose that spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's shaping up to be a, a decent season, though. I, I've All liked right. it so far. It's coming together. Yeah. All right. We want to move over to NFL? 
Yeah, let's do it. So week two, always a big week. We get to find out what uh, what our worst overreactions to week one were. Uh, I don't know, although I don't know which those were, but well, let's just start like I think we're always going to do is uh, say take a look at our local teams, and I'm including the Las Vegas Raiders as our local team because, as I said, I think they're still the most popular team in our in our area for some reason, but that's the way it is. Uh, the Raiders went to Pittsburgh. It's always tough having to fly east from the West Coast, play a 10 a.m. game, uh, go to Pittsburgh, who's a solid team. Uh, but the Raiders played really well. They handled the Steelers. They won. Uh, it wasn't like a, a blowout, but they were winning the entire game. And really impressive game from them. I didn't expect them to do it. They had a couple linemen out. Their top running back was out. A lot of bad signs, but... They they won. They looked pretty good, and they're two and zero now. So that's a pretty good start here for John Gruden. It's been a few years now with the Raiders, and they still haven't gotten to the playoffs. But this is a nice little start for them. Oh, I don't know nice. what it means for uh, Tony's team there, the Steelers. Oh. Uh, good opening week game, but not so much this week. But they historically the Steelers they always lose to the Raiders, even when the Steelers are really good and the Raiders aren't. It just seems how it goes. But again, we're only two weeks in. It's hard to make uh, a lot of conclusions. Yeah, they'll bounce uh, back. We also saw the Rams go to 2-0, and uh, but it wasn't that impressive a game. They uh, had to come back against the Colts, who uh, I think are okay, but not like a, a premier team at all. Uh, but yeah, they, they did come back and take the lead there and, and hold on to win. Uh, I think helped out by Carson Wentz, the Colts quarterback. He got hurt and didn't play in the last uh, possession for the Colts when the Colts had a chance to to go back and maybe take retake the lead. Uh, their backup, Jacob Eason, threw interception on the second play. Uh, just really, really poor throw. It's like, yeah, that's, that's why that guy's a backup. So uh, I think it was a fortunate break for the Rams, but I don't know if Wentz would have led the Colts down the field anyways. But uh, I think anytime you go on the road and you go back east and you come away with a win, you're, you're happy. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other local team, my team, the Chargers, played uh, the, the biggest game of the week by TV ratings, or at least during the day. Uh, that's because they were playing the Dallas Cowboys uh, here in L.A. Uh, from what I've heard, maybe maybe 70% Cowboys fans, maybe 60% Cowboys fans. Uh, it wasn't like 90-10 or anything like that, but uh, definitely a situation where the Cowboys fans bought the Chargers season tickets uh, from, from them because it's one of those situations – I saw cheapest ticket was going for eight hundred bucks on, on the secondary market. So, like an Elton John concert. Yeah, the Cowboys are are quite a draw, and they've got a lot of fun players this year. So I think a lot of people wanted to go out and see them. And what seemed like should have been a like forty to thirty five game ended up being low scoring. Both teams went on long drives and like killed the clock. Uh, but the Chargers lost uh, due to their own mistakes, but also due to some. Crazy calls from the referees. Just you know, you know how like you can call a penalty on every play in football because there's so many rules and they're convoluted and there's always something weird happening. But a lot of times things just get let go because they're not a big deal. Like let's say a guy is 30 yards downfield and he starts to block on a screen pass a little bit before the ball gets there. And no, oh, you're not allowed to do that, but it doesn't affect the play. It wasn't really important. Usually they let those go. Uh, this week, similar like the NFL told the refs there, hey, call all the little things on the Chargers because we don't want the Cowboys to go 0-2. Uh, 
that'll look bad for us. So mm-hmm. uh, that's my conspiracy there. Can't so, have that, Andy. Yeah. So the Chargers could have done better. Still had some bad turnovers in, in the red zone. They had some penalties that were real penalties, uh, but then also some bad calls. Some uh, yeah, check the highlights on those if you uh, are curious. Uh, but I was yeah, I was very disappointed. I think the Chargers want to compete for Super Bowl. They didn't look like a team that could last week. Uh, but maybe maybe the Cowboys are are great too. I don't know. I don't know. But one and one for the Chargers, which. Puts them in second place in that division. The Raiders are 2-0. and So, whoa. Hardy starting out uh, a game behind. Uh, but they, and they have the Chiefs next week. So, probably going to 1-2 and two after this week. But we'll You never but know. Maybe they'll the come Chiefs, out fired up. Chiefs aren't unbeatable because they lost this week as well. They were winning like the entire game against Baltimore on Sunday night. But at the end, Baltimore took the lead and... The Chiefs fumbled on their their possession, so Chiefs are not unbeatable. They have their issues, but they still have the best player in the game, and that can win you any game at any time. So that's so dangerous. But it does kind of look they are like a little complacent for them from them that they're this is their fourth year now being great, and that sometimes you just kind of you don't have it every week or you don't have it every possession. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means the Ravens are are finally contenders. The Ravens struggled. They hadn't beat the Chiefs during this run ever. And now they finally did it. But uh, it's it's week two. <laughs> Doesn't mean all that much. Uh, but I think that the biggest story of week two had to be just crazy injuries to the quarterbacks. It, it happens all the time, these injuries in the NFL, but not usually at this, this position this badly. Uh, I'd say that the good thing is none, is none of the star quarterbacks got hurt. But it still sucks to see like Tyrod Taylor for the uh, Houston Texans. He was having a good season through five quarters. Uh, he got hurt. Looks like he's going to be out for a few weeks at, at minimum. Uh, that sucks. Andy Dalton with the Bears got hurt. So Justin Fields had to come in, uh, which some fans wanted to see that. Uh, Tua for the Dolphins to attackable Viloa. Um, he only played like one position, possession before getting hurt which was too bad because that guy's had a ton of injuries issues the last three years, dating back to Alabama. Want to see him healthy. And then uh, Carson Wentz, which I mentioned earlier too, he also has had tons of injury issues. Uh, he sprained both ankles. So How does that happen? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know if it's on the same play or not. Uh, either way, that's impressive. So uh, He did have to face Aaron Donald this week, who just destroys the linemen. So, uh, that, that sucks, but he's a fragile man, it seems like. That wasn't a good matchup for him, so I would I would expect him to not play this week if you're going to sprain both ankles. Because what are, what are the odds they both get super healthy in one week? I don't know, but I hope uh, I don't think any of these are season-ending injuries. But it's not great for these teams. I mean, Houston wasn't going to be good anyways, but the Colts don't have a chance without Wentz, um, and the Dolphins need to find out what they got in Tua. They don't. They can't afford to have him miss games and need to know if he's the guy or not. Uh, because another story this week is that the the young quarterbacks really struggled this week. Uh, so second-year guy Joe Burrow, he threw interceptions on three straight throws, which is uh, really hard to do. So he's, he's the uh, number one pick from last year, but he missed most of last season. He's back this year. Uh, that's not great that your, your second 
game of your second year here, uh, you play so poorly. Uh, but then the rookies this year also played pretty poorly. Uh, Trevor Lawrence throwing another couple picks. Zach Wilson, a second pick with the Jets. He threw four interceptions, and I think he threw three on four attempts or something crazy like that. It just uh, hasn't been good for him so far, but can't blame him too much. The Jets are pretty bad, so it's a rough position to put yourself into that you're starter from day one. Uh, and then I mentioned earlier that the Bears uh, with Andy Dalton, he got hurt. And Justin Fields had to come in, the rookie. And uh, he was bad in his limited time. So uh, not, a, not a great day for the young quarterbacks. Uh, even Justin Herbert, the Chargers quarterback, had some nice stats, but also had a couple interceptions that took points away from them, and they lost a close game. So hmm. not even a great day for him. Oh. And then, uh, you know, it's not a great day for Minnesota's football team. What happened uh, to their plane? Nothing happened to their plane, but I'd just say one of the least favorite days for Vikings have to be uh, has to be Sunday because everything seems to go wrong on that day, oh. uh, which is the day they play most of the games. The Vikings are just the have the worst luck of any franchise in the sport right now. It's it seems like they can't ever do anything right. So this week. They played pretty well. They put up a lot of points. They were down by one, but they had the ball. They drove it down, got an easy field goal attempt, and the kicker, who had been pretty good his whole career, ended up missing the short kick, uh, and they they lose by one there. And it just, as a fan, those are the worst games. Those are just the worst. When it's like that's not even a real player, the kicker. That's like it's like an assistant coach or something, and he's the reason we lost. It's so it's so deflating. And that just seems to happen to Minnesota all the time. Uh, a couple of years back, their kicker missed like a 25-yard field goal, like such a small field goal. like A layup. You don't even know it's possible to miss. Like you're so close in. Uh, then the most famous one was the NFC Championship game, which was 20 years old at this point, but still crushing when the Vikings were 15-1, and but lost in the championship game because their kicker, who hadn't missed the entire year, ended up missing uh, in the last game there. But... Yeah, I feel bad for that franchise. It's they're not they're not the Jets. They're, they don't suck every year, but they're never good enough. So hard to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. And then their their rivals, the Packers, had a disastrous game last year or last week. But as I said, is it was one week. We'll find out what happens. And uh, they looked pretty good against the Lions on Monday night. So I think they're going to be fine. They're uh, one of the favorites in the league to win the Super Bowl. And they looked every bit a Super Bowl favorite last last night. Yeah, last night. <laughs> uh so they're fine. I think after two weeks you can say they're not they're not yeah. a disaster. It was it was one bad game. Oh, but you're allowed tried. to have. You're allowed to have. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we got that's week two. We got week three. I just said we got Chargers Chiefs. That'll be that'll be a big, big game there. Uh Bucks Rams though that is the that is the big game this week. Tampa Super Bowl champions coming here to L.A. and they're a slight favorite. And that's uh, is that disrespectful or is that respectful? I can't tell. I don't think the Rams should be too happy about that. Then all they've done is is win so far. Uh, but that is that is the big game of the week. So that is going to be the the Joe Buck game, the one o'clock. Uh, so it's not one of the Sunday night games or Monday night games, but. I'm definitely looking forward to that because 
I don't think Stafford's been totally tested in his first two games, but that Bucks pass rush is uh, incredible. So uh, looking forward to that one. That's definitely the marquee matchup of the season so far for me. So. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, congratulations on that game uh, uh, forthcoming for you, Andy. Yeah. They should, because I'm typing it up, they should just give me tickets to it. Yeah. There you go. Paint your face. Look, according to this, tickets as low as $138. Much better than 800 Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, much more than Seahawks and Vikings, $51. That's not too great. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> you can go see a game in Jacksonville for $21. Yeah, you never should be able, like looking at other places because I do that for playoffs and it's like, God damn it, you can go to a game at the Bucks house for like $73 and a Laker game regular season is like 900 bucks. Ridiculous. Yeah, like the, well, it's like uh it's 100 bucks to stand outside the stadium. And yeah, exactly. No loitering, you need to get a permit. Yeah. Here's the worst one, uh, Houston, $18. So that's Thursday <laughs> night. Uh, and it's probably a big comes city. with like free beer or something. <laughs> yeah, that's the big city. You think they should do better. Uh, <sighs> it's ridiculous. All right. Anything else to uh, add before we conclude? No, that's that's it. And short and sweet. You've been listening to episode two hundred and thirty-eight of the Tony Sake Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me. We had off road going to the game, Andy. Yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs>